Hey, it's your old pal, Dr. Steve from Weird Medicine, and you're listening to the world-famous Cardiff Electric Podcast, one of the most famous podcasts on the internet today. Hey, it's Joe DeRosa, and you're listening to the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network. Hey, Mark Norman here, and you're listening to Cardiff Electric Podcast Network, number two after Joe Rogan. Yes, they also hate vaccines and love the N-word. Okay, thanks for listening. We'll see you in hell. Comedy. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Can you hear me okay? I sure can. Great, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Are you ready to begin? I am indeed. Let's do Perfect. it. So before we begin, do I have your permission to record this for broadcast on the internet? You do. Thank you. We'll begin in three, two, one, zero. Caught at the electric, the most famous podcast in the world today. Caught at the electric, he's so cool, come out and play. He's the guy all the other guys are jealous of. Cause he's the guy that all the girls wanna be with. Uh huh. Cardiff Electric, the most famous podcast in the world today. He's got great guests on his show, like Dr. Steve and some other people. We love you, Carter. Hello, and welcome to the Cardiff Electric Podcast, the most famous podcast on the internet today. We have a special guest for everybody. Special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Andrea uh, in Queens, also known as Andrea Bryant. Uh, I work for Gas Digital. Uh, you see me in the background uh, fetching drinks for the hosts, and I uh, really excited to be on the show today thanks for having me welcome welcome to the show so you spend some time with gas digital i think compound media as well so you're used to being around big famous podcasts like this one all the time so Absolutely. you should you should fit right in fantastic before we begin i did forget to ask you are you over the age of 18 uh i am have been for a while actually done it twice okay good because <laughs> not allowed to talk to people under the age of 18 fair enough okay so, you do comedy. I do. Tell yes, me about that. Uh, yeah, I kind of kind of stumbled into it uh, about uh, not quite a year and a half ago. Uh, always been a fan of it and uh, just never thought I should try it. And got some encouragement from Eastside Dave on uh, formerly of Compound Media and wrote a couple jokes, enjoyed it. Uh, took a class, wrote some more jokes, and uh, now I do stand up around New York City and Long Island mainly, and uh, really having a great time with it. Is that the same Eastside Day from the Eastside Day Sports Show? Indeed it is, yes. With Daniel Bobo Curlin? That's right, yes. Great show, great show, big <laughs> fan. Big yeah, fan. yeah, Dave's phenomenal. I'll get him on the show one day. He he's calls me all the time, and <laughs> one day I'll put him on. There you go. So what is your favorite episode of the Cardiff Electric Podcast? 
Uh, well, it's a little early to tell, but I'd have to say probably this one. <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, probably uh, Eric Nagel be my favorite Very episode. Very good. This episode today, I, I believe, will be in the top 50. Guaranteed. All right. All right. I love it. Yeah, I, just out of uh, camera frame here, I've got Elsie. She uh, she demands a lot of lap time when I'm around. So I understand. I had a cat once, yeah. but it ran away. They do these things. They get it in their heads. They get an escape route, and they they make a run for it. Yes. Do you like the comedy stylings of Stuttering John Melendez? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't know that I'm particularly familiar with them. I've only seen him as uh, you know, a couple of clips from his show and as a guest on other podcasts. Uh, and he just seems uh, kind of kind of mean spirited and not not as uh, as punchy, you know, uh, not uh, not as brief as re- is required to uh, display wit. If that makes sense. It does. It does. I used to write jokes for him and then he blocked me. Really? Yes. Wow. What a jerk. But I wrote some good jokes. I'm sure they're probably the best jokes in his act in his act just delivered poorly. But uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I oof. Yeah, he's uh he's a tough one to watch. Um what were some of the jokes that you wrote for him or since they've been sold you can't can't talk about it? No, he never paid me for them. And he made that very clear that he would never pay me for them. So I think it's, I think it's fair use okay. to, to say them. One, so the premise is he was going to go, do you remember the bits he used to do on Howard Stern where he would ask crazy questions? Yeah, on yeah. The street? Yeah, so yes. he was trying to bring this back with a modern anti-Trump t- twist. Oh boy. You know, because we have to take down the dotard. Anyway, so he's going to go to D.C., which he was just there last week, and ask questions of Republicans. Mm -hmm. And as you all know, Republicans are stupid. They will answer these questions. Yeah. So one of the questions I wrote for him was, hey, insert Republican name here. How do you think you're going to do in the midterms? Do you think you'll suffer from electile dysfunction? Ooh, nice. Yes, that is the kind of jokes that you get from the Cardiff Electric podcast, the most famous <laughs> podcast on the internet today. Yes, well, that's uh, that's probably quite. I heard another question that he had written for, uh, uh, I think it was, I don't know, it was John Boehner or somebody or Mitch McConnell, and it, it just was like, oh, I didn't didn't laugh at all at that. I kind of cringed like that's, (laughs) and and you actually think that you're going to be able to go up to him to ask him anything, let alone this. It was, it was very strange, but I will try and get unblocked. I did have a, a quite an extensive campaign trying to get unblocked, but it's been unsuccessful. Perhaps you have some contact in the industry that can get the word to him that I would like to make amends. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, oddly enough, he followed me about a month ago. Uh, I'll have to go check and see uh, that he's still following me and follow him back and uh, see if I can make that happen for you. That would be great. If you could use the hashtag unblock Cardiff, I think that would be very effective. Unblock Cardiff. Shall do. Thank you. So it's time for 
have you heard the news? Would you like to participate in have you heard the news? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Andrea in Queens, have you heard the news? I don't believe I have. This is where you tell me a story that's in the news. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I should have been a bit more prepared. All right. Uh, have you heard yes. the news? Uh, hmm, interesting stuff. Uh, well, should I go lighthearted or should I go, you know, something that's really near and dear to my heart, maybe a little sad? I'm intrigued with both. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, the one that's very uh, near and dear to my heart is... Uh, the USS George Washington is, uh, is a carrier uh, that's in dry dock right now. It's going through some renovations and uh, shipboard conditions have been so bad and uh, unaddressed for so long that there's, there's been a string of suicides uh, for quite a while. And they're, they're looking at moving sailors uh, on shore to some barracks uh, to improve living conditions. Uh, but even so, the commute to get to the ship uh, with construction is is you know, several hours round trip uh, for everybody. So uh, really, really hoping that uh, sailors get all of their address issues addressed, uh, and, you know, whether it's construction, mental health, all those, all those good things. Um, Just to confirm, that's the sad story, right? That, that is the sad story. Okay. Correct. I don't know. Some of you New York comedians have a strange sense of humor, so I wanted to be sure. We can definitely be dark. Yes. For sure. Yes, I would not want to make fun of the military <laughs> suffering. Sure, sure. You were uh, in the military, I believe. Yes, I, I actually still am, uh, but not for much longer. Uh, the end of this month, that, that'll be it. I'm done. Is it because of Luis J. Gomez? <laughs> no, no. I just, uh, I had six, I signed up for a six year uh, stint in the reserves, and my time's going to be up, and I, I don't want to keep going. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. End of contract, baby. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you for your support. Did you ever, in, were you ever involved in conflict? Uh, no. So, uh, probably my most serious time, uh, in was when I was on active duty, I, I spent a year in, in Bahrain, uh, but that's, even so that's a pretty for being a country in the middle east is a pretty safe area uh but it was a little bit more more involved some of the things that i did um driving small boats and whatnot but uh yeah that was probably my most serious time in everything else has kind of been more kind of support roles thank goodness yes thank goodness all valuable roles though thank you thank you now you had a lighthearted story for us as well I'm sure I can think of something. Um, Perhaps the Roe versus Wade controversy. Yes, I, I saw that break uh, late last night. Um, you know, it's not even an official official decision. It's just, it's it's just a leaked been leaked document. Very yeah, strange. very very strange. Um, it seems like they kind of know who who might have done it. Um, also, some question of whether or not the justices' emails. Uh, might be uh, compromised in some way. Uh, so very, very crazy. But yeah, everyone seems to be losing their minds. Um, and I, I kind of, kind of delight in watching people having meltdowns. You know, as long as it's not my meltdown, right? Has Anthony Cumia bought a plane ticket yet? 
uh, a plane ticket to leave America. <laughs> I don't have that information. It's very possible. He might not even be in the country right now for all I know. That's probably good for him. Yeah. I hear he gets four to six abortions a year. It's, it's possible. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he's up to in his free time. I can only really uh, account for the, the four to six o'clock hours. Yes. What show do you spend most of your time on at Compound Media? Uh, pro- yeah, probably Anthony's show. He's, he's great um, and, and really interesting guests. Uh, then probably In Hot Water. Uh, TBD is great. And Crime Report. Pro- probably in, the, in that order, but I'll, I'll still watch pretty much all of them at some point. I had Pat Dixon on once, too. Oh yeah? Oh, he's yeah, he's great. Definitely definitely creative every every day. Every every time I see him do comedy, it's a it's a new set. It's amazing. Very good. Very good. Did you have anything that you would like to plug? Uh yes. So I have uh all my dates are up at comicscard.com slash Andrea dash Bryant. Uh, like I say, you can see all my dates there. And I just launched a podcast of my own. It's called The Decompression Chamber. Uh, I talk a little bit about my military service, filled some current events related to the military. And uh, I, starting this Sunday, I'll be having guests on to describe their service and maybe talk about a current events issue near and dear to their hearts. Yes, I know you were trying to get me on the show, but unfortunately, my military service was non-existent. Oh, okay. Well, so, you can always make something up. You know, we can have a stolen Valor special or something. I would never. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll put a disclaimer on there, you know, and you okay. can do some creative writing, but I, I understand. And, uh, you know, it's certainly not, if it's going to be more focused on current events, you certainly don't need to have military service. Uh, but if you have uh, a unique perspective on a current events issue in the military at large, I'd still love to hear it. Wonderful. If you could send me all your links in the Twitter chat we're having, and I will make sure to put them in the show notes. Absolutely. Yeah, I I will do that. Thank you. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time today. It was wonderful to meet you and talk to you and get to know a little bit more about Andrea in Queens. Absolutely. Welcome to the Cardiff Electric Podcast family. Thank you so much for having me on. I had a great time. All right. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye now. Bye. Let's take some calls. Hey, Cardiff. Scuttlebutt around the L.A. comedy clubs is that John was totally humiliated by the airing of his comedy act on the Who Are These podcast show this recent Sunday. He's now trying to dox the uh, hater who taped his comedy act, a, a hater troll named Purple. John's spending a lot of energy trying to figure out who this guy is but 
right now, John is so humiliated, he might never do another comedy show. His last show had 12 people, and he only did one comedy show this year in 2022. I don't think anybody's going to hire him. It's really humiliating. This could put the nail in his comedy coffin. Too bad for John. Uh, I missed this episode. I didn't get to call in. Anyways, uh, great episode with E-Rock. Kind of interesting hearing you laugh. I figured you may have been some sort of rogue AI or something like that. So, uh, yeah, keep it up. That was actually a really good episode. The uh, potato guy, though, I'm glad that you're keeping up with him. But that dude is just, it's so bizarre. It, it's way too weird. Go back to uh, simping for stuttering John or something, seriously. All right. Well, until next time, punching out. Hey, Cardiff. John finished his podcast today about his DZ trip. It was an unmitigated disaster. He even admitted himself it was garbage. His uh, video was unintelligible and unlistenable. He hired a video crew at the last minute from the Craigslist. The guy showed up with a camera without a battery, so he had to do all the filming with a cell phone. He went to the Capitol Club to interview Republicans. He could not name one Republican that he talked to, and he couldn't really hear the interviews because of too much crosstalk. It was just terrible. John stole all that money from the listeners that gave him donations. Let me continue this. As I said, he hired the production crew off Craigslist. It was just terrible. Uh, The guy showed up without a battery, and he wound up filming John with a cell phone. Too much crosstalk. John was supposed to be there interviewing people for four days. He was only there for four hours interviewing people. And his uh, bodyguard, Gonzo, didn't even show up. It's a joke. John should refund all the people that gave him donations for D.C. all their money back. It was just a real joke. Uh, I don't know how John's going to recover from this. He was never going to be able to do another D.C. tip. One thing for sure, the guy is cheap. Hey, Cardiff. John had been talking and planning this D.C. trip for 11 months. 11 months. In the end, all he was able to do was talk to what he claimed were three congresspeople at the Capitol Hill Club. He could not identify any of them. You could not see from the raw footage who they were, and you could not tell by their voices because it was unintelligible. He even refused to load the raw tape, the cell phone tape, onto YouTube because he knows it was garbage. He admitted that himself. It is a joke. I don't see how he can recover from this. It is terrible. But watch. He'll say he's planning DC trip number two. What a jackass. Hey, Cardiff. It's obvious now that Suddenly John's trip to Washington, D.C. was an utter catastrophe. The funny thing is he won't take any blame. He blames everybody else. He blames the uh, camera crew, which he hired off of Craigslist. He uh, blames Doug Goodstein, which wouldn't help him. He's blaming Gonzo, who didn't show up. And he blames uh, 
somebody wouldn't give him a free hotel room. He's blaming everybody but himself for his total catastrophe. Now, the plus side of this is that I won my bet. My bet with Howie Mandel for 2000 and my bet with my neighbor Sandy for 10000 Let me continue this. To continue, I won my bets with Howie Mandel for 2000 and my neighbor Sandy for 10000 When I see Howie, I'm going to collect that bet because he's a multi-billionaire. My neighbor Sandy, she doesn't have the 10000 to spare, I don't think. Or I guess she does, but I'm going to let her slide. She's a good friend of the family, so I'm not going to force her to pay. One thing about Stuttering John, he won't take any blame. But the main reason he failed is because he's cheap. He wouldn't hire a camera crew in advance. He's a jackass. He's just too damn cheap. Hey, Cardiff. Uh, John's recent D.C. trip proves he's a straight-up grifter. He's planned this for 11 months, this D.C. trip, and he's been soaking his listeners for money for 11 months. He's a self-proclaimed millionaire, but he needs every penny he can get to go. He's told his audience that he was going to go for four or five days to interview Republicans. In fact, he interviewed for two hours. He hired somebody off Craigslist for two hours. That's the extent of his D.C. trip. Two hours, and it totally failed because he hired somebody from Craigslist who was who is worthless. John is worthless. This was terrible. Well, uh, Mr. Carter, I, I just wanted to tell you, uh, Trace Atkinson, I was uh, listening to that old uh, uh, Nagley feller. And uh, he said he used to be on uh, that some show called Opium or something. I can't rightly recall the name of it, but uh, he said he used to... Uh, uh, eat a whole pot of cinnamon at once and he almost died and I said well that plumb crazy plumb crazy what people do but I'm glad he's all right but tell him if he wants to do something take you a little corn squeeze and snort that up your nose and by god you'll know you snorted something I'll tell you that <laughs> you surely will <laughs> I'm telling you well all right I don't know if that honor system on that patron system gonna work but uh you know you know better than I do but I hope everybody followed the rules all right well thank you Mr. Carter you surely are again and uh, I'll talk to you soon I might have to go dry out uh pretty soon <laughs>